your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. On the show today, we will be talking about a very impressive game by one of the Avalanche prospects, and maybe not one of the prospects you're thinking of. Uh, we will definitely get into the reverse retro uniforms and the minor reveal, although the big reveal should be coming today. And Brandon Saad gave his, uh, not his first interview, but a, a good interview. I should say first, maybe <clears throat> his first interview on a podcast and talked about <clears throat> the trade to Colorado and how he hopes this is a long-term thing for him. So we will get to all that stuff. But first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche, Instagram, Locked on Avalanche, and send any questions, comments, concerns, and or opinions. Uh, and we did get some people uh, writing into LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com with their Star Wars rankings. Kyle and I last week, if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back and check that out. Uh, Kyle Sullivan came on, ranked our, our uh, Star Wars movies, and then we placed Avalanche players in in roles of Star Wars characters. Hilarity ensued, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. So definitely go back and check that episode out if you have not yet. All right, so when we talk about Avalanche prospects, and there are lots of them, and depending on how much you follow the Avalanche and how much you follow the prospects in their system, uh, you, you may, maybe you just know of, you know, Bone Byram, and Alex Newhook, and maybe it stops there with you. Probably have heard of Martin Kaut because he's come up to the the big leagues for a little while. Uh, and like I said, depending on how much you really follow this aspect of the Avs, and not a lot of people do, you may or may not have heard of the name Alex Bocage. And he was a third-round pick in the 2019 draft which is shaping up to be one of the best drafts in Avalanche history if guys like Bocage are continue to do what he's doing. Uh, he is he's starting to make people think, like, how did he drop into the third round? And when you're just striking on all cylinders, things like this just seem to happen. Last season, 62 games, I believe he pay, played, 40 goals in those 62, 63 games. So it was known he was a scorer, but he has really amped it up. And what he did over the weekend was, oh, not too much. Just scored four goals. And not just four goals. His team was down 4-1 to one with just over six minutes to go when he scored his first goal. And then his second goal came a couple minutes after that. And then his 
third goal and game tying goal came with 30 seconds left in the game. And then with two minutes left in overtime, he scored the game winner and his fourth goal. You do things like that, and that's what gets you noticed by a lot of people. And it's not like the Avalanche needed to notice him because they drafted him. So for the Avalanche, you know, you do things like this and you you, you score at the, the clip that he's scoring at. So many things are open to the Avalanche when guys like this keep producing. He's not coming up this season. Maybe, probably won't come up next season. But th- this is just another avenue the Avalanche have if guys like Alex Bocage can keep doing what he's doing. And when the time comes where, you know, you you, you maybe have to lose some guys, you're going to lose one to the expansion draft, and maybe you have to lose some guys to free agency. We keep saying it. The Avalanche prospect pool is deep. And when you see and go, you can go watch the video. It's, it's up on YouTube um, and not the entire game. Just, just his goals, man, he's got a rocket of a wrist shot. That is NHL level now. Now there's other things to his game that he needs to fine tune and work on. And the avalanche are giving him time to do that. His shot is, is not one of them. So right now his shot is NHL level. Let that even mature a little bit more with the other aspects of his game. He he is definitely destined to play on this team, in my opinion. Go watch it. It's a really quick, maybe a minute and a half clip. They edit it all down. The goals he scores are wow, <laughs> especially that first one. He just toe drags it to get past the defender and rips a shot high side and far side on the goal. Unbelievable. So when when you see things like that, you say to yourself, okay, like the Avalanche are in good hands for a long period of time. And if we lose some guys, which we're going to do, and and I don't want to get caught up in this because we haven't even played a season for 2020, 2021. But these are things that you always have to be mindful of. And, and maybe not the fans because the fans want to live in the here and the now. And that's fine. And I get that. And I do too. And, and what we're going to do this year, whenever that comes, is going to be a very special season. But sometimes I put myself probably in the same mindset of guys like Joe Sackick and, and what's going to happen next year and two years and three years out. And when you watch a performance like that, you feel really good about everything. You feel really good about the future of this team. And if you do have to lose some guys, players like him coming in and replacing whoever you needed to get rid of or could not sign – and it also makes you feel really good about your scouting department, knowing that they f- knew this guy would be there in the third round and to take him. And this is not just one game. Like I said, he, he's been a scoring machine. And the Avalanche play that way. They're, they're a high-octane team, high-caliber, high-scoring team, and, and he will fit right into that when he is ready, which is not today. But when the time comes, it's setting up perfectly for him or a player like him to slide into somebody's slot when they can't, when the Avalanche can't sign guys. Because this is this is going to be a cap crunch. 
this year they were sitting pretty. Next year, and for a few years after that, they got guys to sign. So they are not going to be able to be throwing money around. And what are they going to have to do? Rely on prospects to come up, play for league minimum or a little bit higher than that so they don't go over the cap and feel really good about the player that they have moving into that spot. Go look at the video. Uh, I think you'll be very impressed with how he plays and some of those shots that he took. Wow. So the Avalanche are, are again, uh, you when, when you, like I said, when you get past the Bowen Byrams and Alex Newhooks and even Martin Couts and Connor Timmons, those are all guys ready to go. So are guys like Alex, Alex Bocage. Just makes you feel really good <laughs> about where the Avs are. So, um, all right. We will get to these retro uniforms and what we know to this point right after we hear from the people from Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. And we've been talking about Built Bar for a long time. They are the best tasting energy and protein bar on the market. Probably the best protein bar you will ever try. It tastes more like a candy bar than a gritty, disgusting energy and protein bar. They're covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. They're great for the health-conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and they are great for the keto diet. Most flavor profiles are as follows. 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Flavors are off the charts. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, toffee almond. List goes on and on. Try them all at BuiltBar.com, and when you go there, use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off of your next order. That promo code is LOCKEDON. 20% comes off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. All right, so we have been waiting with bated breath for these reverse retro Adidas uniforms, and Adam and I had been talking about we were kind of holding our enthusiasm because we wanted to see the first images come out of what these things looked like. Were they going to be the same across the board? And on Thursday, Thursday, they did the Pacific Division and they just showed up close some like shoulder patches, uh, maybe like the sleeve where the stripes are. They didn't give you the full thing, but. In doing that, got me excited because they uh, they were not going to be all of the same. They were all going to be specific to that team. So right then and there, I was like, okay, that's a plus. We're not just going to have everybody's going to be wearing the same uniform, different logo, but the stripes are all the same and all that other stuff. So we got over that hump, and that was really good. <clears throat> and then I thought because they did the Pacific Division on Thursday, they would do the Avs Division on Friday. That wasn't the case. Uh, I think they did the Metropolitan Division on Friday. But then Saturday was our day. And <laughs> however, <laughs> the, every team was getting three images released. And, uh, you know, like I said, it, it was always the, the, the tag up by the collar. Uh, you know, it's got like the info and it, it says like it was showing the reverse retro. You kind of get the colors. Most were showing a patch 
on the shoulder. Some were not. And, you know, most were doing maybe like the sleeve or something like that. For the avalanche, they decided to do, in the beginning, two images. And all it was was the collar, where the info is, like the size says Adidas, the reverse retro logo. Uh, They say Colorado, then it it says COL, the logo, and then the year that they're going off. So for the avalanche, it's 79. And then the next one was an image of the back of the unicorn. (laughs) Yeah, the back of the unicorn. The back of the uniform uh, at the very, like the top part of it, almost right by your neck, that just says Adidas. And whoever's wearing this has like a hooded camo or a hoodie on. And that was it. So you got literally nothing. So uh, my good friend who runs the... It, it, it's he's a graphic designer who runs the Instagram page called Avs Source. Commented and said, "Make sure you go check out the NHL and NBC Sports Instagram page." So I immediately did that, and they put up another image that the Avalanche did not put up, and that was what we've been waiting for. Well, part of what we have, we've been waiting for, and it's the bottom part of the jersey. The the very low part has like a bar of uh, avalanche burgundy, and above that you see three fleur de lis in burgundy color, and that was like that that was the f- for today or for for that day, it was that's what we wanted to see, something like that. We don't get the full effect, but we get something like that, and then maybe a half hour later the Avalanche Twitter page posted that image separately. So I think they wanted to draw attention to that by itself. They released the two images, let people kind of go gaga over those, even though there was nothing to go gaga over, and then drop the hammer with the burgundy fleur-de-lis. So that right there seals the deal with these are clearly, we knew it was going to be, Nordiques uniforms seems like we are going to have Nordiques uniforms in avalanche colors. Now what the main logo is going to be that remains to be seen. They're supposed to be coming out today with all of them. I thought it was next month that they were going to come out with all, but I don't know if it got pushed back or that was always the plan. Maybe I was just reading something else, but now I'm hearing that today we are going to see this thing top to bottom. I'm really interested to see where they go. Do they have the Avalanche logo in the middle of that? Do they just have the Nordiques logo in the middle of that? And we're doing, like I said, Nordiques, uh, a Nordiques uniform with Avalanche colors. Or is it a mixture? Did they come up with some new logo with that mashes together Avalanche and uh, Nordiques? Could go any route, honestly, but if they're putting the fleur-de-lis on there, I would think that they would go Nordiques. And if we are going to have, because it seems like, like I said, everything seems burgundy right now. And actually, another image did come out a little bit later that showed the shoulder patches, and those are fleur-de-lis. Some people were thinking maybe those will be uh, avalanche logos. They're not. So uh, uh, an image came out later on that had the fleur-de-lis on the shoulders. So my guess is... This is going to be Nordiques. 
And if we if we take the Instagram page or the Instagram post from both uh, Miko Rantanen and um, Nathan McKinnon, the, the well the pants that Miko posted had the Avalanche logo on it. So right there, it throws a little bit of wrench into it. And those are blue. I think that would look really, really cool if the, the whole sweater part is burgundy and white. And then the pants, gloves, helmet are all blue. Wow, that would look sharp. Really, really sharp. So uh, that it, it finally got me excited. I was not excited when I saw those first two images because it didn't show you anything. And then when, bam, when they put those fleur de on, that's what you wanted to see. Now, it's annoying some people north of the border that the Avalanche are even doing this. Um, I, I understand that part. I, th- I think maybe a lot of it is just anger and frustration that they lost their hockey team. And no- nobody wants to lose any professional team. It's like the St. Louis Rams will always forever probably hate the Kroenke family for relocating back to Los Angeles. Um, you know, but that image didn't change where they went you know when when they went to st louis and went back to los angeles it was always the rams this changed you know when when quebec moved to colorado everything changed and i think um some people in quebec just feel like they shouldn't be doing it i think the way the avalanche see it is you know we don't want to forget quebec and colorado is not the reason quebec moved to colorado Colorado obviously reaped the rewards from it, but it they weren't the reason. There was a lot of reasons why the Nordiques moved out of Quebec. And I think this is the avalanche way of honoring that. I don't think they're doing it in a negative way whatsoever, but I can totally understand how people from Quebec uh, don't want to see this. But the avalanche aren't going to look at it that way. And honestly, I don't either. I, I, don't, I don't think the avalanche are doing this as a way to rub it in anybody's faces in Quebec. I don't, I don't see that at all. I think it's a way to honor it and pay homage to it. So one way or another, we're, we're getting them. Uh, we will see if they do come out today. Um, and now I have to decide who I'm getting. And like I told Kyle, it will speak to me when I see the thing in full, I will know exactly. It probably won't take me long to realize. Nope. I need this player in that uniform in my closet. So what do you think? You like them? Do you not like them? Do you wish they went straight Quebec colors? Um, I want to know. Let me know at LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. But, um, yeah, they're They're on their way. And I also want to know how many times we're going to wear these during the season. I don't know if that's been said. If it's a, a couple times or how many times that – or when, when they wear them, is it going to be like one, is everybody going to be wearing them the same time when they, you know, when, uh, when we play said team, are they wearing it too? I would think so, but how long does it go for? Um, if you know that stuff, let me know. I haven't really heard how long that we're wearing these for, how many games we're wearing them for. So that'll be interesting. So, all right, let me know what you guys think. And one more quick break and we come back. Brandon Saad likes Colorado. All right, and finally, like I said, Brandon Saad, part of the big deal uh, for the one of the trades that the Avalanche made, coming from Chicago to Colorado. And he was on, what was the name of the podcast? NHL at the Rink. And, you know, when, when things just seem to line up well 
and just match up perfectly. Um, you Sometimes you don't even need to play a game to know that it's the right fit. And that's kind of what's going on right now, I feel, with Brandon Sod and the Avalanche. Hasn't played a game yet, and he admits in the interview that they haven't even had discussions about a contract because he's in the last year of his contract. And he says that they haven't had any discussions, but he obviously playing in Chicago for a lot of his career knows the area somewhat well. Uh, so just the area in of itself he likes and knowing what he came from and what he's going to probably plays a role. You know, when you just get out of Dodge from a team that is admittedly sending out an, uh, a paper to your fans saying we're in rebuild mode and you get out of there right before that sent and go to a team that is going to compete for cups for the next several seasons. I think you feel grateful about that. <laughs> so I think that's another reason why he wants to stay put. And I think he's tired of moving around a lot and getting, and when you get traded, that's really out of your hands, but going from Chicago to Columbus, back to Chicago. I I think no, I I think a lot of guys just want to stay in one area for as long as possible. Some guys go chase the money, and you might do that early in your career. But you know, Sad's twenty eight, so it's not like he's you know on the downside of his career yet. And he's this last contract or this next contract is going to be it for him. But he said things in this this interview where he's kind of thinking about. I just get the impression that he's thinking about that stuff. You know, being 28, maybe your next contract, you want to definitely cash in, which we'll see because that might be tough to do in this, uh, the way that the the world is right now and especially the sports world. But he kind of tipped his hand here and he said, or is it uh, quote, we haven't had any discussions. I think it's a bit early, especially when not really knowing what's going on with the season. But for me, thinking about it, Colorado has always been in my top because I want to win again. Uh, so to be in a great spot like that on a great team, and then you hear wonders about the city, really it seems like a great place that I want to play a long time. I think it's just a feeling out process, making sure I'm in love with it. And obviously they want to have me for a long period of time, but that definitely, uh, that that's definitely somewhere I could see myself playing out my career. So like I said, you sometimes you just have that gut instinct like I am supposed to be here. I know this is a good situation for me. Everything just the, the stars seem to align. That's the impression you get with Saad and the Avalanche. So, uh, you know, one year left in his deal, doing five million, I think, this year. So does him by saying this kind of mimics, you know, like the Nathan McKinnon thing? I don't think it's, and when I say the Nathan McKinnon thing, when McKinnon said he would play for less again to kind of, you know, keep the salary down and be able to to bring in other players, he'd do that for the, the benefit of the team. Saad's not saying that. <laughs> uh, he's not throwing out dollar signs or anything like that, but saying I want to play out my career here. Maybe it's a little bit of bargaining chip for the higher-ups. You never know. But and, and anything that they can get to say, oh, you want to play here? You want to take a little bit less money to do that? <laughs> and see if they say yes to it. Um, he goes on to say, uh, it's a beautiful city, talking about Denver. I'm looking forward to getting the season going. 
uh, because we have a heck of a team out there. He's not in Colorado right now. I guess he lives in Pittsburgh during the offseason, so he's not there yet. Um, and then he just goes on to talk about the excitement level. Winning another cup would be, you know, that's what they play for. So he's got his cups, you know what I mean? Like, but he now does he because he has those cups, does he want to cash in or win more? And if you can do both, you do both. So we'll see where where it goes. But again, this is another thing that's going to be he needs to play first, and you got to know that it's a good fit. All signs point to it should be. And he has to put up numbers for them to want to sign him again. And I think he's in a perfect spot. Um, every, everything just seems to be – everything that the Avalanche did this offseason just seems to be pointing in the direction of yes. So uh, now we just got to get a season going. We've said that so many times. So maybe we'll get news on that or at least where we're going within the next week or two. Who knows? But we need not, we have a roster. Brandon Saad said he can't wait to get going and wants to stay here forever. We have Nordic jerseys, hopefully today. Now we need to know where we're going to play in those jerseys. Cannot wait. So uh, let me know what you guys think. Avalanche at gmail.com. And we will have another show on Wednesday. Like I said, until the season starts, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is the schedule. And uh, follow me, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter. Let me know what you think about the jerseys and anything else that's on your Avalanche minds. So that will be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. If it's the first time you're tuning in, thank you. If it's the 205th time, thank you as well. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go.